American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired become more involved in local Lions Clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Visibilities on September 9th. It's, we were just talking, it's getting to be hot and warm again. Summer's coming back uh, throughout a good bit of the country. Um, someone was just saying that it's 90 something where Larry was saying it's 90 something where he is. And I noticed it was 86 in Louisville and it's a lovely 79 here right now. And, uh, hopefully you're enjoying the weather wherever you may be listening to us. And it's a very, I want to ha- I'm so excited to have a very special evening planned with you all this evening. And this is our last call solely solely devoted to our ACB state affiliate upcoming conventions that will be uh, held over the next few months. We will have a few more on over the next couple of weeks, but those will be in conjunction with some other calls. Right now, while I'm thinking of it, next week, for instance, uh, we will have Diane Ducham with me here this here in Visibilities to talk everything to do with the Blind Shell Classic 2 phone. I know there are a lot of people that have had a lot of questions, would like to know a lot more about it, and Diane has graciously offered to come on next Friday night. And she is the senior program manager for Blind Shell USA. So come with all of your questions and all of your uh, information that you want to know more about as far as the Blind Shell is concerned. And with that, we're going to move on to this evening's call that I'm quite pleased about. And that's state conventions here um, through, that are taking place, a good number of them in the middle of the country this year, but not exclusively. We have um, people with us this evening. Uh, Ann Byington is with us from the Kansas affiliate. Uh, Virginia and Connie are here with us from the South Dakota. Sherry is with us from Wyoming. I was delighted to see that Wyoming's having a state convention this year. I remember going to their convention 
several years ago, and it was something that was a very mind-changing experience for me uh, when I went to that convention. I, I will always remember that convention fondly. And not so much in the middle of the country, coming back over my way, uh, Christine Hunsinger will be telling us about the Pennsylvania convention. So I want to welcome all four of you to our call this evening. I also want to thank Natalie Couch for hosting this evening and Larry Gassman for streaming us on ACB Media One. So why don't we start with, let's start with South Dakota. I want to try and not have everybody go alphabetically this time. I always feel like we tend to forget some people. Uh, we tend to, you know, tune out if we use, by the time we get to the end of the alphabet. So why don't we start with South Dakota? And I want to welcome Virginia and Connie to our call this evening. And Virginia, want to tell us, um, as I understand it, you're the pres- you are the president of the South Dakota Affiliate. And when yes. is your convention? Yes, this is Virginia. <coughs> and our convention will be October 28th and 29th at the Country Inn and Suites in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We hope that we have an interesting convention. The title is Imagine, and we are imagining quite a few things. We are imagining what the future is going to hold for our those of us that are visually impaired, um, what our state library, the state agency, our state library, our school for the visually impaired, all are doing in the future. And also imagining um, the future of ACB with our keynote speaker being Ray Campbell. Uh-huh. And so, let me uh, let me ask you first is your convention your convention is in person obviously since it's at a hotel. Will yes, any of it are, are you planning to do any of it on Zoom or through a hybrid with ACB um will uh, people be able to to access the convention any other way? Well, my understanding is that it's difficult with hybrid so we are just planning to do in service or in person and then we are bringing ray in through zoom to speak to us ah that should work out but that should work out that doesn't sound too difficult larry's probably cursing me for saying that Oh my goodness! And I, I love the idea of your of your um, uh, theme being imagine. I, why am I? I keep hearing John Lennon in the background in my head. <laughs> my son can sing that song. <laughs> he sounds like John Lennon when he sings it too. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> that can be a banquet yeah. entertainment. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought. Yeah. As, all of, as all of you know, if someone asks them to do something, it probably shouldn't be mom. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. Uh... And then another point that we're going to have is Deb Versteg, who some of you know, um, had an opportunity to swim with the dolphins. And she's going to tell us about her experience with that. Oh, that does sound neat. That sounds like so much fun. Um, I almost had the chance to do that once, and it kind of fell through in the end. It was ended up a really bad day. We will so. be having our um, a small auction, and then we will also have other items that can just be um, purchased uh, for a minimal amount. Uh-huh. So your auction will be taking place during the, during the convention? Correct. After the luncheon on the 29th. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Connie, I noticed you're... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go right ahead. Go right ahead, Virginia. I'm sorry. I thought you were finished. I was going to say, which we always end our convention with the auction of our traveling bear, which Connie currently is the lucky person to have the bear at her home. And I, by, by default, um, the person who, the person who, who, who won last year, or who bid on it, um, never came and picked it up. It was delivered to my house, so um, we have it by default because that person has not come and got it yet. So um, we have it's gotten to to spend the day with or the year with us, and actually got to go to Omaha and stuff. This so yeah, and. Can you give us a description of the bear? So the description of the bear, it's um, kind of a caramel color. We don't know if it's a he. It depends on who has it, if it's a he or she, or um, it's had a makeover. Where I think we're on our fourth bear. Um, so when two years ago, three years ago, because Nick had it for two years because of COVID. So. Three years ago, um, our director from the Surface of Blind and Vision Paired um, won it because you have to bid on it. And um, she won it. And the person who had it before that, it was really needing some cleanup. Um, it had been on um, the beach. That person lived in Hawaii part of the time. So it had a lot of beer stains. It had a lot of um, sand. And it, it was in bad shape. So she did a makeover of the bear. And it had a, a nice long T-shirt with a tutu and um, bows in the ears or on the little hat bow thing on it on her on his head, some shoes and stuff. So when Nick got it, the first thing he did was <laughs> take off the tutu 
and a little fall <laughs> off the head. And he got home, and of course, he's a diehard Viking, Minnesota Viking fan, single guy. And he put on a Vikings jersey. So for two years, um, he had a Vikings jersey t-shirt on um, and got thrown around like a football, got left in Deadwood, got sat in a garbage can, sat in a, gar- in a box. Um, so when he brought him to us, or her, um, he had put the long, nice T-shirt on, um, and it has like a bus on it, and the bus is actually raised, so you can actually feel the decal, like Allison Smitherson said at the convention, it was kind of cool, it was a nice shirt, and you could feel the decal and stuff. Um, so that's what is on the bear now. Um, it has a little bit of white in its ears, and a white little face, but my husband refuses to let me put the tutu and the shoes and stuff back on him. So the t-shirt, <laughs> the t-shirt is on. And it's like long enough for a dress, but that's what he's, what he's wearing. So. so it sounds like this little bear should have, number one, a diary. Yeah, of- it does. <laughs> and and then- you, have, good. you have to have a story. So when, when you get done with the year, you have to write a story about the whole year of what the adventure, and it has to be in the bear's report. Um, so when I got back from convention, I didn't mean to cut you off, Terry. I wrote a story for our newsletter that how the bear got to go to convention, the ACB National Convention in Omaha, and how he got... <laughs> How what he got to do and what he how excited and different things. So that's we, great. I love it. He also apparently have, needs a little to pull along his own little carry on suitcase. I think for his um, alternate yeah. outfits, shall we say? I, yeah, that would be a good idea. <laughs> you know, and I yes. got pictures when when he got the. I'll let you tell you in a second. When we got got him back with the makeover, um, we are at. Uh, some of you guys will know Shelly Hart. So Shelly and I were at a meeting and it was presented. We got, well, it was still with the director, but he was brought. So we got to see him. And um, of course there's, you know, drinking there. And so um, it's, we got pictures of him drinking beer and stuff at this meeting. And stuff. So. <laughs> oh yes. So yes. This bear he has his own life book. <laughs> He did have a backpack. Did, okay. Yeah. He did have a backpack at one time, <laughs> but I think when he went to Hawaii, it got misplaced. Probably ah. because before that, he got left in a trunk for quite a few months. Someone's car yeah, trunk. Bef- that poor yeah. bear has been through a lot. There, there is the original bear was fluorescent green with a red vest, and he got lost in Iowa or Nebraska somewhere. And actually, it started with Shelly and Steve Hart purchasing him on the ACB um, auction Mm -hmm. in Vegas years ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the second bear. The second bear. The first one one was donated by a lady named Mary Shervin. And it was by the time we got to the auction, somebody had spilled broken some perfume on it and spilled a beer on the poor thing. <laughs> you people know how to party hardy, I think. <laughs> Evidently. 
evidently. <laughs> and then, the, then one of them, the superintendent, um, got it, and the students at the school decided that they needed it as their mascot. So um, she asked if we she could purchase a different bear because they fell in love with the black bear. So that one was a black bear. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, I want to wish you well with your convention. And if somebody does want to go, um, is there a registration? And how would one get in touch with you about attending the convention if they wanted to? We do have a website. Um, uh, Connie? <laughs> our website is um, www sd-sdab.com and um, the registration form I just looked is not on there yet. It's supposed to be, but um, so it should be over this weekend and it's $20 um, for the registration, I believe, yep. if I remember correctly. Otherwise, um, so you can, you can do it all online and the yes. agenda is online. I know for sure because I, I got that on and um, Otherwise, you could reach out to myself and you can email yep. me. Um, I can give my personal, but my actually the other one is the SDAB president at gmail.com. And um, I can get stuff to Virginia for that way. My email B. SDAB president at gmail.com. Yep. Correct. All right. Well, I thank you both very much. And I wish the bear well for the year, for the next year ahead. It oh, sounds like he's that. needed a year to recover in between. Yeah, I think he's enjoyed the couch. On the couch, just yeah. kind of laying back. Yeah, it sounds that way. Well, thank well you for I thank us. you very much, and we'll do. We'll open up for questions in uh, just a little bit. But I would like to now introduce Sherry from. Wyoming, the Wyoming Council is holding their convention this fall as well. Sherry, good evening. Um, good evening. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell us when and where your convention is going to be? Well, we are going to do just a virtual convention this year, and it is going to be held Saturday, September 17th. Um, it's going to run from 8.30 until 4.30 or a little later, depending on we're going to have a chat at the end. So however long that lasts. Um, we have five speakers set up um, during the day. Um, most of them are, some of them are from here in Wyoming, our um, Vision Outreach Services Program Manager. Here in Wyoming, she's going to be our first speaker. And then we're going to have two individuals from the American Red Cross of Wyoming out of Cheyenne. And they're going to talk about emergency preparedness. Oh, our, our theme is moving on. Sorry about that. Um, and then we have Dr. Cheryl Godley. She has a PhD. She works out of Casper. She is going to be... Um, talking about the kind of the psychological aspects of since everybody was cooped up for so long and, you know, now facing the stresses of getting out again. So. Uh, I think I need to listen to her. She myself. is. She's an amazing speaker. She really is. She is. 
right now she is uh, speaking at a convention in Montana. And then um, we have, um, it's called, it's called water here in um, Wyoming. It's basically Wyoming accessible technology resources. And we're going to have an individual come and talk about kind of the latest breakthroughs in the technology world, um, you know, to help the low vision and blind folks in, in our state. Um, they have a lot of um, devices that if you want to try something out, if they have it, then they will let you use it before, you know, you would go and purchase it for yourself. So well, that is a good program. Yeah, they're a really good resource for us here. And then we have a speaker out of Washington. Her name is Denise Russell, and she is the owner of, it's called Speaking Catalog. So basically everything that she has um, are products that speak. So basically any, you know, products for your entire house. So, mm-hmm. um, so we're, we're pretty excited about that one. And then... Um, at the end of the day, we'll hold our annual membership business meeting. We'll have our committee reports. We have a, a bylaw amendment, proposed bylaw amendment that we want to vote on, and then we'll be electing some new officers and directors. And at the end, then we will just kind of have a a chat, you know, a, a time to kind of chat. And um, I'm I'm not running for president again, so we will get to meet. I mean, we know the people that are running, but but if it, you know, kind of have a chat and have a chance for for the new elected president to discuss the new year. Sounds I think it sounds good. I really do. I think it sounds very good. And I like the idea that it's that it is virtual so that um some of us perhaps could uh commit on it and listen in on it. Um is there a way for people to register or to get the Zoom links or um, how is that we, how would that part be working? Well, we could I have we do have a website. It's www.wycv.info. And then um I have an email too that that uh, I could it's wycvpresident at gmail.com. W-Y-C-B president at gmail.com. Excellent. I thank you very much. Um, I think it sounds like, I I just think that it sounds like a, um, it's a, it's a great opportunity. And I think it might be a good opportunity. I would think for other people to get to know um, a little bit more, a a lot more, I think (laughs) about, uh, those about those members in Wyoming and about Wyoming in general um, that you've, you've got this good technology program going and that could be a model for many other states, actually. Uh, I know there were some states that used to, I knew it was state or two that used to do that, whether they still do or not, I'm honestly not sure, but uh, I thank you very much. Thank you. Wyoming Independent Living here is going, they're going to help us with the Zoom, the Zoom. They're going to be our kind of our host. Ah, very good. We don't have our own Zoom, so they, they will help us out with that. Very nice. Very nice. 
Um, okay, let's hold. Let me, as I say, I want to hold off on questions for a little bit. The last time we did this, we ran out of time for, we ran out of time. So I'm probably pushing everyone a little faster than I need to, but let's, uh, rather be that safe than sorry. Um, moving along to back over toward the East Coast. Um, Christine Hunsinger is with us this evening. And Christine, I believe you're the president of the Pennsylvania Council. And you have another you have a convention coming up very soon as well. We do. Our convention is October 27th through the 30th. Um, we have things happening on Thursday evening, Friday, during the day, and afternoon and evening, Saturday the same way, and Sunday um, morning and afternoon. We don't have anything on Sunday evening. Um, our conference and convention, the theme is Accelerate Your Path to Self-Reliance, Your Trip to Self-Reliance. And um, we then took the word trip and said that it is tools, resources, information, and people who can help you on your way. So uh -oh. the idea, if the convention is free, the conference is free, um, people can register. Um, it's virtual. Um, we're going to be... Um, somebody just sent a message. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just noticing. Wesley, we don't generally use chat, but we will be um, allowing hand raising and questions in just a few minutes. Go so, ahead, Christine. Um, we're um, also, let's see. Um, I lost track of where I was. Let's see. Oh, oh we're virtual completely yeah. this year. Um, we... Um, have a plan to uh we're going to have our auction at the end of the convention in the evenings after the programming is over um about nine o'clock on thursday and friday we'll have games one is a riddle bits game which will allow people to um which will allow people to um try to guess you know the answers to questions or the questions to answers um, and that'll be some competition. And then there's a, a song game on Friday evening, um, which uh, teams will have songs. So they should sing songs that go with particular words that they're given. Um, and uh, during the day, the kinds of things that we're going to be doing um, for uh, for our for our uh, tools, etc., there's going to be something on low cost record, uh, low cost note taking, um, which would normally be inexpensive, accessible recorders. Though there aren't as many of those out there as there used to be. Uh, there are people who don't do Braille, don't do computers, don't do any of that stuff. So that's their that's their answer. Uh, we're doing a cruise to self reliance, which is going to be different categories of. Um, resources that people can use, you know, be they uh, community resources or um, educational resources or 
governmental resources, et cetera. Um, we have a couple of different skit and role-playing kinds of things, or um, there's a, a self-hypnosis thing to, to for people to um, get themselves, to talk themselves out of out of things that they are, feel that they're bad at and into things that they want to accomplish. Um, and there's going to be um, improv, improv stuff that will allow people to um, get into situations that they don't get hurt, but they can imagine the bad situation and try to figure out. And, and I don't mean hurt physically necessarily, but, you know, like when you get hurt because somebody insults you or says something ugly um, or it puts you in a situation where they ask you a question where you're not particularly certain about how to give the answer. Well, an improv would allow you to sort mm -hmm. of think about those answers, give the good one, give the bad one, give the other one, give the mad one, and maybe you'll come up with the one that you can use in the future. Um, and then we have a couple of exercise things. There's going to be a, a, a yoga class as part of it and um, taught by um, a yoga studio that does um, not only do they teach visually impaired people, but they're training visually impaired yoga instructors. Um, and oh. we have a couple of other exercise things in the works. Um, we don't have a movie, an audio described movie or a play nailed down yet, but that's part of our Sunday morning events. But we do have a tour of a Charles Dickens home. Oh, really? And, yep. It's an audio described tour that we pulled from it that appears to be um to not to not need any kind of copyright stuff. So that'll be there. That and would be interesting. I hope so. And of yeah. course I said it could be the best of times and the worst of times. And <laughs> and we're allowing people to if if uh, people tell us when they come for the first time to our conference and convention that they got their idea from a friend who's a member, that person can is put into a drawing, the person who is the friend who is the member. And therefore, it would behoove our members, or as we call them in Pennsylvania, our peers, to um, go out there and find some friends to join because there's going to be a prize for somebody of the group that that uh, talks someone into coming to the conference. Oh, very good. Now, that's a really cool idea. That's a very cool idea. Now, tell me this. How can someone register and okay. get the links for it? Um, our website has um, a registration form on it at http slash slash you know colon slash slash pcb one dot org slash conference slash registration ah okay and then there's a slash after that pcb one dot org slash conference slash registrations yep That'll take them directly to the registration form. Right. Um, Sounds good. I, we have a couple of four, currently we have four, about five or six minute teases for people to listen to, to get excited. But I don't think we have them on the website right now. I mean, I was just looking at that. I thought we had put them there. We had them on our listserv, but not everybody belongs to that. So I'm going to make sure that they get up on the website itself so people can hear them.
Um, and I'm sure they'll be right in the convention, um, in the convention section of the website. So, or it's, I guess it's called a conference and not convention now, since obviously conference slash registration works. <laughs> um, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Good so point. If you take the registration off, the conference will get you there. And we have door prizes and we're going to have uh, a banquet speaker who's going to be Brian Horchin. Oh, and, um, we're going to have a um, a guest um, entertainer after the banquet where people we think people will be able to make requests and he will play and sing for us. Um, his name is Kevin Reeves, if anyone knows him. Um, and um, so we're looking forward to that. And you're doing the whole thing virtually. Yep. It's going to be a lot of time with headsets on, <laughs> but I think it'll. It's, but I do think it'll be absolutely well worth it. Um, I know I've been to the to the Pennsylvania convention in the past, and I've always found that there's a wealth of information at the at the PCB conventions. Thanks. We we always try to look at different aspects. I mean, I think this one is interesting because here we are doing more um more of those things where you deal with situations when they when they can't hurt you i think that's kind of neat and then we have, yeah i like that then we have skits from different points of view the low vision group and the communications team are doing um well one is a group of skits and another one is sort of like a game showing people how we do and don't communicate well with each other about vision loss and um so we hope that that will be something to sort of make people think a little bit. And then it sounds, there's, yeah, I, I think it sounds very a lot good. of stuff, medication stuff. And Deborah Kendrick's coming to talk about aging uh, and dealing with the disabilities that come with age, um, as well as blindness and how to cope with those. So we've got plenty and our business meeting, of course, but that's just one of those things you have to do at a conference. Isn't it? <laughs> it is. It it is indeed. Well, I wish you well with it. I um, I, I it certainly does sound like a very very good convention. Um, you've always had such a reputation of having a good convention and having so much, just so much information in one place at one time. Uh, Thank but, you. Right, but we, we have a lot of hard work. I know you're going to have a question or two, so I'm going to just go to move on. <laughs> move on to Kansas. We all have to go back to Kansas, and um, not that we don't want to. Of course, we want to. I was just trying. I was trying to do Wizard of Oz, and I'm not good at it. <laughs> I confess. And let's talk about the Kansas convention or conference and for that we have miss miss ann byington and how are you i hope i'm unmuted you are you sound okay. fine all right i'm pretty good it's been an interesting day but we won't get into that too much um we are holding our 102nd convention um we actually had a 101st convention in January of this year because we had some people that needed to help with 
that convention who had uh, unexpected surgery and medical things going on. So we moved it into 2022. It should have been in 2021. And then we decided to get back on the right page. We needed to have the 102nd convention in 2022 since we were founded in 1920. Um, it's, I'm really glad that I'm not president of Pennsylvania because I've had enough difficulty planning for two days. And I did a three day one or two and a half day one last year. Three and a half days, I think, would put me in a coma. So <laughs> I'm really, I'm pretty impressed. And I know people are doing a lot of hard work to get that all set up. We too are having a virtual convention. Um, it begins uh, on Friday morning, September 23rd. All of our times are Central Standard Time. We run from 10 to 10 to 5 and then 7 to 8.30 or so on Friday and from 10 to 5 or so on Saturday. The first part of Friday morning is kind of the, the standby people that we hear from every year, the State School for the Blind, uh, audio, radi audio Reader Radio Reading Service, say that fast, <laughs> uh, Talking Books and the Older Blind Program. After that, we have um, Computers for the Blind, which uh, we've known about for a while. I, I think they're out of Dallas, but I, I didn't check where they're located, but they're coming to talk about their refurbishing program. We tried to do one several years ago, and it turned out to be a lot more intense and involved in what we were prepared to deal with. But they have a volunteer program where people donate computers. Uh, they refurbish them, get them up in working order, and then install JAWS and some other software on them and sell them at tremendous discounts to people. So our Kansas folks and anybody else who wants to listen will find out about them. We're being streamed on ACB Media 7 this year because oh. North Carolina has the audacity to be on the same weekend and they're on media <laughs> eight. Um, after that, we have, after the computers for the blind, we have um, a new person who reached out to me via email. His name is Ed Hengler. He is, he calls himself the blind guy and he does employment um, consulting for veterans particularly and other blind people. He's new to us. We haven't met him before. After him, we have uh, a focus on uh, agencies that serve more than just blind folks. So we have Kansas Youth Empowerment Academy, which is a, a program that offers training and mentorship for people with disabilities. They do a, a um, conference where the students live at Washburn University and get to uh, work with people who are doing jobs that they're interested in. There are mentors on campus with their disabilities who work with them and then, um, then they go home and, and share their leadership skills with other people with disabilities or just other people. After that, we have Kansas, Technolo Kansas Assistive, Assistive Technology for Kansas. And then we have, um, what do we have after him? Uh, I changed this a little bit and I've forgotten who's after him. 
after that, we have our business meeting. And then we have, we're going to have a virtual banquet this year with an award. We do a, uh, an Eleanor A. Wilson Award, which is named after a, an educator slash community activist of the early con, uh, state, a, state association. And then we have a speaker whose name is Ashley Mosen. Well, I'm trying to think of what her last name is. Anyway, she she also, her PR firm reached out to us, and she is a young woman who lost her sight due to an autoimmune disease. And she has three children. I think they're nine, seven, and four years old. And the thing that intrigued me about her little blurb that they sent out was that as a blind person, she's figured out a way to play catch with her sighted kids. And I'd like to know how she does that. <laughs> um, she's going to talk to us. And I think that she will bring a different focus to the group. Um, she has, has a blog and has uh, worldwide followers. She talks to people about how she manages different things. And while her techniques are not my techniques, they're certainly out there and available for people to uh, utilize and benefit from. I think she's going to be real interesting. Sounds Saturday, it. Yeah. Saturday morning, we have our friend Brian Charlson talking to us about It's Not Your Mother's Library. And he did the, a presentation on that at convention this summer, and I really enjoyed it. So we're going to have him. And then we're, we're a couple of us are doing some research on libraries around the state which offer things other than books. And one thing I can tell you is that in Topeka, if you want to bake something and you don't have the right cake pan to do it, you can borrow one from the library, which I think is quite fascinating. Um, after Brian, we have our buddy Barry Schur from Guidelines and Gadgets. And then after him, we have eight hopefully eight special interest affiliate presidents coming to our organization to talk to us about their groups. And the reason that I did this is we have a dwindling membership as many state organizations do. And not many of them attend the ACB national convention, even though it's virtual, which I found just really uh, perplexing because there is so much information and so much fun and joy at those conventions. So we're going to kind of do a captive audience for the ACB special interest groups to talk I, to and see if we can get more people involved in them. I think that is fabulous. That yeah. is a wonderful plan. I think, it's um, really yeah, I think it is. I think I think that will be a that's a great addition because there are so many people who have specific interests and they could do so much more um, just within this within the special interest affiliates and that can bring them back into the state of to the state affiliates as well. Right. right. You know, there's just so much interaction there that. Really needs that needs to be fostered and and oh, I'm so glad to hear you're doing that. That's I think that's just wonderful news. Thank you. One one other thing we have in the afternoon on Saturday is another presentation from the ACB Summer Convention 
conference. Uh, this one is about the early, early history of Braille. And I'm sorry, I don't remember the lady's name, but she's from Canada. She was fabulous. She was uh, wonderful. I don't remember her name either. She talks about the or the the alleged connection between uh, Cartier and Louis Braille and how how it did or did not happen and some things like that. The other thing I want to talk about real quickly, and this is something I've been wanting to do forever, and I finally sort of accomplished it. I'm not real happy with the lack of participation, but we give away or have in the past given away up to $2,000 a year in scholarship money. And as with ACB, we talk to these people, we hear about them at the convention, and then they go away, and we never hear about them again. So this year, I put out a call to some people to do an interview with me, a recorded, a pre-recorded one, because I know these people are busy. And so we have two scholarship winners who are going to talk to the convention. One is Kim Morrow, who won a scholarship in long ago in 1987, I think she said, 87, 88. She won several of ours, and she also won several ACB uh, graduate-level scholarships. Mm -hmm. She's going to talk to us. And then one of our most recent winners, whose name is... Um, Stockton Grunwald is going to talk to us, and he's been really busy and has a really exciting life. He's from Olathe, Kansas, and he went to um, Rockhurst uh, or High School, and then, um, oh, I can't think of the name of it, a college in Kansas City, Missouri, um, and was interested in doing um, historical work or government work or something. And uh, his, on his application, he talked about interviewing Caroline Kennedy, which was a real big honor for him. But this time when we talked to him, he is in Washington, D.C., and he's studying and doing an internship for the former senator from South Dakota, and uh, just a fascinating young man, and he wants to help us. And I think that we've missed the boat when we haven't contacted these former winners because they're the people who should be carrying on this organization, our state organization. Um, I am not a, a young person anymore, and, and our membership, as it is in many states, is aging out. And we, we really need to get these younger people involved. And I, I have a person from Next Generation, and I'm still trying to get the students to contact us about talking to members because we, we need some ideas on how to get to the younger folks. And we're just not, we're not doing it. And we need to, because eventually, if we don't, we're not going to have an organization. And we've already hung around for 102 years. So, you know, why stop now? So. That's true. That's I don't know if anybody, I don't know if anyone has, has seen it yet. I know um, Kenneth Semyon put out today the list of uh, mentors and mentees for the new mentoring program. And there are some of them on there. And I was very encouraged to see that. Uh, I think that's a very good point. And I want to thank you very much. Um, I'm going to, at this point... I'm we just a little. 
we don't have a link yet to for people to register, oh. but if anybody wants to contact me, I can send out a registration form. I'm at A Byington, A B Y I N G T O N, A Byington at Cox.net, and I will be getting some information up on our Facebook page. Thank you. Thank you. And I am going to now ask people, anyone that has any question whatsoever uh, of any of our guests, to please raise your hand. And we will be very happy to entertain those questions. And while you're doing that, I am going to ask um, Chris Hunsinger on the... I just lost... What did I do? Oh, okay. Um, You mentioned... uh, Christine, you mentioned... That you're doing, uh, your whole your whole con- conference is virtual, but you mentioned that you're doing an auction. Yep, are you going to do, you, are you going to do that virtual as well? Yes, it's virtual. The descriptions are being recorded ahead of time, so that they won't take as long to read them, and people will be bidding on them. Um, if they can't come in on Zoom, we've offered them the option to have somebody three way them in on on a phone line um, because uh, some people just want to do it that way. Right. And um, so, yep. And we expect that to be Sunday afternoon. Ah, okay, good. That was going to be my next half of the other half of my question. Yep. It's a (laughs) three o'clock. And the other thing I wanted to mention is people can call our office to register if they can't use the internet. Um, and, and the phone number for the office? The office is, phone number is 717-920-9999. And our office is open usually between 9 and 5. And um, our executive secretary, or I, I can't remember what her title is now, <laughs> but Autumn is our is our gal Friday and she certainly um, will take that information and and put it on if people can't do it from the web. And um, then um, the programs will go out sometime after the 10th of October. Okay. That's good to know. I know that was the question in the chat that was up earlier. Yeah. So, and no one should expect it before the 10th of October. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. Does anyone else have any questions of any of our guests, of any of the conventions that are coming up, be it Wyoming or South Dakota, Pennsylvania, Kansas? If you do, um, you can raise your hands. I think everyone pretty much knows how to raise hands on here. Um, Ann Byington, I'm wondering if you're going to have any entertainment at yours, possibly... Um, provided by someone else in your household. <laughs> He's always so much fun. Not this year. We, um, we, we have to be careful about letting that person have an, a microphone because <laughs> he, he, he's the entertainer in the family. I'm the second, uh, you know, bottle washer and all that. He's, he's the one that has a lot of fun and he does, does do a good job. Uh, we might let him tell a joke or two at the banquet. He's going to be the MC, and I, ah. I'm, I'm sure I'll be 
muted most of the time, so he'll be able to, he'll be able to <laughs> tell a joke or two. Ah, yes. Any of you who don't know, Michael Byington has long, long been one of the main entertainers uh, in ACB. Um, I think he started audio description before audio description knew what it was, um, describing just various events at convention. Um, One that he did that was absolutely fabulous was for the Derby K. McDaniel first timers. I don't remember where we were. I want to say maybe Pittsburgh in 03, something like that. We did a hat contest and everyone came up with a very original hat for it. And they did a, and we did a parade through the room with everyone wearing their, their hat costumes, if you will. And Michael described every one of them. And it was one of the funniest things I think I've ever sat through in my life. He's very good at that. He is. He's fabulous at it. Oh, goodness. Well, you know, I think the four of you, five of you, have all given everyone so much information. We don't seem to have any questions, which is unusual. But it kind of takes you off the hot seats at the same time. (laughs) Sticks me on it, but it takes you off. (laughs) And I want to thank all four of you for being with us tonight. And... um, I do want to let people, I do have a couple of things I want to let people know. First of all, for all of you who came last week to our Labor Day party, I want to thank you. It was such an incredibly fun night. Uh, When we do a Labor Day party, uh, when we do a party again, you all need to come because we had such a good time. We did... um, Chris Devon is a friend of mine because was on the call and there is nothing about music of the 60s, 50s, 60s era that he doesn't know, I don't think. And we just, we got talking. We ended up, we finished the, the hour on media and then some of us stayed on and just partied on. We said if people wanted to stay, they were welcome to. I think it was about an hour and a half later. I think we did two and a half hours of just having fun. And it was it was just so great to to have such a good night of of friends who don't always get to see each other. There were people I talking about people they went to camp with mm-hmm. as children. Well, I can do that. Okay, well. Excuse yeah, me, Debbie. Todd had, uh, Debbie. Todd had Maybe you came. Who knows? You might not. Okay, I think I think somebody accidentally got unmuted or something. But I did want to thank you all. The other thing I wanted to be sure to let everyone know, I mentioned early on, is next Friday night, we will be um, having a Diane Ducham, who is the Senior Program Manager at Blindshell USA. So I know there are a lot of people who have gotten the Blind Shell Classic 2 who have some questions about some of the new features with it. Um, 
and there are people that are that are really considering it instead of quite going the whole giant step into an iPhone or an Android. And she will be with me here on Visibilities next Friday night. And I forgot to ask somebody. Four minutes we have. All right. And we just talked about my brain is fried. I think it's Friday night. What can I tell you? We're going to be doing one more convention next Friday night. And it was somebody who's on here with us right now. Who did I talk to about that it's when me. we started? It's it's Natalie. It was Natalie. That's who it was. It was <laughs> Natalie. She's going to be telling us about the the Kentucky convention. I, I I knew my I knew my Friday night is by Friday night. Sometimes I'm wearing down, and it's been a long week here. Um, but it's been a pretty exciting one too. Um, we got our appointments to get our new boosters for next Thursday which means that we may be changing our minds and actually coming to Schomburg in October. Um, it's been a great week. I hope you have all had a great week. The, oh, the other thing next week, yeah, is Diane Schomburg, uh, Diane Schomburg, <laughs> Diane Ducham and the Kentucky Council. The week after that um, is... Uh, Sheila Young is going to be with us and she's going to talk about um, an event that's coming up in Florida and I've got a guest that I can't tell you who it is yet because it has to, I haven't confirmed it but we're going to have a guest for most of that call and on the 30th uh, I will have um, Leslie Spoon sitting on the hot seat and actually, she will, we're going to make her sit for a minute. Uh, the whole idea of Leslie's visit with us on the 30th is going to be getting up to get moving. Um, you know, everything, there's been so much talk about get up and get moving. And some of us that are um, maybe not quite in the same physical condition that some of our younger people are, um, or that some of our older people are, that we're just, we've kind of missed the boat somewhere. Uh, we need to get started to, we, we need to get started on getting, on the getting up part, much less the getting moving, and then get to the getting moving. So we will be doing that on the 30th of the month. And that pretty much takes us through the end of the month. I want to thank you all. Again, Natalie, thank you for hosting for me this evening thank you larry for all that he, larry does he does our streaming and uh, helps with the podcasts and actually doesn't help with them he does them for me um Paris and i want to thank Ginny and connie and christine and ann and sherry all for joining us tonight and i just want to remind everyone to never let your disabilities override your visibilities. And with that, I wish you all a great week ahead.